0: Right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is episode 23 of Fantasy Binge. I am your host, camera, and I am sitting here Burning up with my co-host... Tony James, the fantasy sage. is hot. Yes, it is. Uh, welcome to Saturday's show. You can find us on Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn, and SoundCloud. And I decided I'm going to work on a way to get us on... Uh, uh, Spotify. Spotify, just because it seems like the right thing to do. All right. All right so, uh, today we're going to recap Thursday night's game... Finish going through your must-play or must-sit wide receivers and tight ends. We'll go through the most up-to-date injury news. Of course, you're going to just have to keep an eye out tomorrow morning. And uh, I'm just going to say go Oakland.
1: Raiders got another win. Now they're above 500. Five 5 5-4. That's all I
0: can ask for.
1: Still in it in the division. That's right. AFC wild card is still pretty wide open. So if they keep winning, they've got a shot to make the playoffs
0: uh, I'm gonna say that being said now I've, I looked up Derek Carr's numbers because I have a feeling to just go off what I see and usually the numbers are a little bit different uh-huh. than what I see uh-huh. because my initial reaction is mm, they did not win this game with Derek Carr's help no in fact the defense is who kept them in this game yeah. all night long yeah. but Derek Carr 218 and a touchdown He looked mediocre. Yeah. He didn't look amazing. He didn't look...
1: Look, he's your best option as a game manager, right? He's very good at that role this year. He's not turning the ball over nearly as much as he was last season. And with a defense like the Chargers actually has, this was a good out for him. They did what they wanted to do in running the ball effectively with Jacobs. He was 17, 16 for 71 and a touchdown and another 3 for 30. Mm-hmm. And like you said, their defense went out and kept them in this one. Mm-hmm. So, you know, good win for Oakland, but it, it was tight. Uh, and then on the other side of the ball, Melvin Gordon looked amazing. Yeah. This is the two Melvin Gordon row. I've needed all season. Two weeks in a row with 20-plus carries. He was 20 for 108 and 1 in this one. And... I have to officially get off the Austin Eckler train. I think yeah. I think it's over. Yeah, if it wasn't for this touchdown, he, you, you were mad. That saved the day, yeah. right? Same thing with Hunter Henry. Now, Phillip Rivers had a terrible day throwing the ball. I don't know who he was throwing to. Pass rush for Raiders was abnormally good, so they were in his face-all game. Um, he was, so He, he, he was struggled. throwing
0: interceptions left and right.
1: He struggled with that.
0: Um, if it wasn't for damn number 96 with all his
1: holding calls. Yeah, a lot of penalties, but the Raiders are kind of <laughs> known for that. What Are you worried about uh, Ken Allen? I
0: think that this was a, like you said, Philip Rivers was not throwing the ball well. Yeah. So I think that now let me see his targets. But I think that, Keenan Allen's production could be a result of that, of Philip Rivers just not throwing the ball well. Even even still, he threw two oh seven and two, so he almost met your standards except for all the interceptions. Three he interceptions. Threw. He would have had yeah.
1: sixteen fantasy points if you take away the interceptions. He had multiple opportunities in the red zone and couldn't get touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So they just, they for some reason, they couldn't get it done. Again, credit to the Raiders' defense. Uh, what about Darren Waller? It seems to me that as Carr becomes more comfortable with his receiving core, that he's going to Waller less and less. He's had seven receptions and one touchdown in the last three games combined.
0: Huh. I don't want to hear that because I put a lot of stock in Waller, but I see that. Right. I see that.
1: Right. Well, and when teams are like, okay, well, that's their offense. Take that guy away. They right. can't stop Jacobs, right? Stop Waller and make him throw to Hunter Renfro and Tyro Williams, who was out for an extended period of time, who is now back and doing well. Hunter Renfro is doing better in the office. Uh, Foster Moreau is actually being incorporated, their backup tight end, into the offense a little bit more. And so you see Waller's production becoming less and less week after week. So I'm a bit worried about that going forward.
0: You know what? Keenan Allen was – sorry to go back to this question, Keenan Allen question before I tackled the Darren Waller question. He was 8 for 68 receptions, 1 for 18 rushing. So I okay. would say – he, that's no. a,
1: that's a good volume. Yeah, game. I'm not worried. He just didn't get in the end zone. Yeah, right. Which has been his problem all year. The fact is, he is getting a, a decent volume. He's just Nine not six. scoring.
0: Uh, outside Week one, two, and three, you you had high hopes for Keenan Allen, and then yeah,
1: it's been rough. It's been rough for him. They went through a, a a really rough patch where they were losing games that they shouldn't have been losing. Nobody was playing well on that offense except for um, except for Eckler. Eckler was a shining spot on that mm-hmm. offense for the first few weeks of the league. Then they were a back off the horse for the last two week, last couple of weeks after Melvin Gordon got back. We thought they were taking a step forward last week. And realistically the offense didn't look t- I mean, they put up 26 points or 24 points. I think a final score was 24 to 26. It put up 24 points, right? A lot of it was Melvin Gordon. Um, and so, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I love Philip Rivers. I have Philip Rivers in most of my teams in most years, and I'm kind of shying away from that train this year. Mm-hmm. I can't trust him week in and week out anymore. Um, and
0: as for Darren Waller,
1: last two I'm, weeks have been rough.
0: They have, but I'm looking at okay. Well, are as wide are the wide receivers taking those touches away from him? They are, but it doesn't look like it. It looks like. Well, it looks like Zay Jones
1: well, that's is another taking thing. those touches hurts, away from him. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. When they picked him up, when they uh, they traded for Zay Jones, that, that that's a bunch of targets that's going to another wide receiver that it, they didn't have.
0: Yeah, Williams and Hunter Renfro are not seeing any more touches. Well, Renfro kind of is. Mm-hmm. Seeing more than he's seen in the beginning of the year. Tyrell Williams isn't seeing more touches. But the only thing I can see is Zay Jones. now you added Zay Jones. And he's getting those touches that were probably going to Darren Waller. That's and so good. now I have to take a long hard look. Yeah. It's
1: gotta <laughs> at, be it's gotta at be. At what I need to do at the tight end. A favorable matchup. All
0: right, all right, all right. So uh that was Thursday night night game. Overall, go Oakland. Go Oakland. I'm extremely happy. I was stressed until two minutes left in the fourth <laughs> quarter. Uh, but overall I, I I'm Fine. I'm fine with this win. I'm, I'm extremely pleased. Uh, is there any news from around the water cooler? Um, Not a lot. I wasn't able to really I've see anything. I've got four anymore.
1: things, one of which is not fantasy relevant at all. Um, Ido Smith has been placed on the IR. hmm Shoulder shrug sort of on that one because Devontae Freeman's the lead back in that offense yeah, but anyway. I feel
0: like we had talked about this a couple weeks ago. Where like for some reason we looked up Ido Smith's numbers and was like, wait a minute, why is he getting all this work?
1: There was a two or three game game stretch this year where Devontae Freeman was hurt. And so Ido Smith was the lead back, I wanna say for two games. Oh yeah, that could be this season. Yeah,
0: weeks four and five.
1: Yeah, so okay. that, yeah, we're that's not really. that's where that comes from. Um so you're not really concerned. Now you are concerned if Devontae Freeman gets hurt. For whatever reason, mm-hmm. then they'll be going to whoever the third string running back on that roster is. Nice. Who,
0: they pulled up someone off the practice squad, Sean Harlow. Okay. Um, and then they've got Kenyon Barner.
1: Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And well, that's And Smith. Yeah, I don't I don't, I don't. I don't. Yeah. Know. I, their offense is trash anyway. Yeah. They're a surprising one in seven on the season. I don't see that situation improving anytime yeah. soon. Um so, you know, sorry Atlanta fans. Um Redskins activate Darius Geis off of IR. Does this hurt Adrian Peterson's carries?
0: Maybe. I mean Darius Geis, what was let me look it up.
1: They've been running the ball with Peterson a lot since they got the new offensive coordinator. Or excuse me, since they got the new head coach. Um they've been using Peterson. He's had twenty touches a game for two weeks for the last two weeks in a row, twenty carries. And so, with another running back, Chris Thompson's been hurt, right? So, he hasn't really had to be, compete with anybody mm-hmm. for carries. Geis, I believe, will be used more as the pass-catching option in that offense. I still think Adrian Peterson will be the north-south back. Uh, yeah, um, and I'm going to say, I don't know because I haven't, they haven't been on the field together. Right, so. right. So, we'll see it. Um, Geis is a great player. He just can't stay healthy. That's been his problem since he's come into the league last year. He's just, he's always injured. So, we'll see how that goes. Miles Garrett uh, says that he doesn't see any reason why the Cleveland Browns cannot finish 10-6. and six.
0: <laughs> I can. It's their quarterback. They have to He's win not out.
1: not good enough. They're 2-6. and six. Yeah. They've got to win every single game from here to the end of the season.
0: I will put money in on in Vegas that that will not happen.
1: Confidently. Pull up their schedule. Let's see who they got.
0: We looked at this. I feel if not, on they got Wednesday.
1: Buffalo this week. So that might be <laughs> that might be an L right there, though they're favored by two and a half points in a game. Like, may you know, maybe he knows something I don't.
0: Buffalo, Pittsburgh, Miami, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, Arizona, Baltimore, Cincinnati.
1: So they've got to beat Pittsburgh twice. Those are the only problems. Everybody else, well, Baltimore. They've got to play Baltimore again, but they ran Baltimore earlier earlier in the season. By a lot. I'm just not. Mm. I'm not convinced. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, not
0: convinced. I'd have They'd, they'd have good. to be playing Miami and the Jets for the rest of the season for me to be like, okay. They've got three tough. Miami games. Jets and, Air, and Atlanta, and I'd be like,
1: okay, yeah, they might be able to win out. I could see eight and eight, which is a which is still a successful season for the Cleveland Browns if they can pull eight and eight from this two and six. That's a successful season for them.
0: Six and more games.
1: Six more games. Okay, so they, Miami they've got wait, Cincinnati, so Cincinnati twice. Miami, Cincinnati twice. That's 3. And they, right. They can beat Pittsburgh one of those times. That's 4.
0: Hmm. Are you are you giving them Arizona?
1: Yeah. I'm giving them that game. That's five. And then they just and gotta then, f- what do you they gotta beat Buffalo this week? They gotta find another win, yeah. They gotta find another win
0: somewhere. It's gonna be tough. And that's to get them to eight and eight. To get to eight and eight.
1: Yeah. They they think they can win out. Yeah. Well my mystery. You know Garrett what?
0: Does. You know what? If you don't believe in yourself, hey, you will.
1: Hey. They should take a page out of uh Mitch Trubisky's book and turn off all the TVs and uh, <laughs> Else. that's right <laughs> listen to any no negative, negative news um trent williams this is i like to just update on this story it has nothing to do with fantasy but it's just how crappy of ownership the washington redskins are uh he's been placed on reserve non the reserve non-football injury list so he's done for the season the redskins do not want to pay him the remaining $5. million dollars on his salary they misdiagnosed him. Ah, nah, you're just having headaches. Yeah. Ah, no, nah, it's just a concussion. You know, I was hearing more it was about cancer. This. He and had brain cancer, and the doctors told him to get his affairs
0: in order. Yeah, you got three months to live, this bro. This dude was
1: going to die, and the team is like, meh, nah, it's nothing. No big deal. You nothing to worry to have about. You the best
0: medical professionals what?
1: on earth looking over your, your staff. I don't blame him for not trusting them and say, I'll never play it down for this organization again. Ever again question. This is a legitimate
0: question and I'm not trying to blame him at all. At what point do you get a second opinion?
1: I think one of the first statements that he made when he came out is these are the guys that I'm entrusting my life with. If they say it's not that, then it's not that. He was trusting that, again, you think you're in an organization, you're in the NFL, they have some of the highest paid medical teams. Like, are, they, are
0: they running MRIs and, on you? Uh, are yeah, they,
1: they do all of that. Yeah, how are you not seeing
0: this tumor? That's what I'm saying. That's what. that's why. I went he's right to like, Kaiser and Kaiser was like, uh That's why he's like, he you can't trust him. Together. He's trusting
1: this these dudes. Uh, and you you misdiagnosed cancer that could have killed him? Is he
0: insinuating that they purposely didn't tell him?
1: He hasn't come out and said those words, but <sighs> I don't know if he feels that way or if he just feels that there's a gross level of incompetence on that medical staff. That that would be the and, very least. And, at,
0: at, at, at the very least, there's a gross level of incompetence. Right, right. At the very worst is he feels like they purposely didn't tell him because yeah. they wanted to use him up and get the most out of him yeah. and not say, oh, no, we don't want you to take a year off while you go through mm-hmm. chemo
1: and address this health issue. Either way, he's done. So, wants to play football, just will never play there again. So, we'll see how that pans out. He's one of the best offensive linemen in the NFL. Mm-hmm. One of the best. And so, there's several teams that could <laughs> that could use his protection. and But they wanted... See, they are being jerks. They wanted an arm and a leg that they knew teams weren't going to offer at yeah. the trade deadline. Oh, see,
0: nobody wants you. Mm-hmm. Nobody likes you. Everybody and hates you.
1: Guess you should go eat worms. They were pushing the narrative that it was all, all of this was over contract money and he's like man he's like not only did they do this to me as far as medically now they're trying to get in front of the narrative to make me look like the bad guy in the situation and make it seem like it's all about the money well i think that's what they were trying to do at first i mean because we all know at this point we all know the we story. all know what it is right. now but i mean y'all going on espn and all type of stuff to try to make this dude look bad oh, that's just dirty oh.
0: All right, all right, all right, all right. So that's the news from around the water cooler. Yep. Uh, Injuries that you need to know about uh, so that you can make your game time decision tomorrow morning. Most important that, um, okay, obviously we're doing Are You Hurt or Hurt Hurt because we do the injury minute on Wednesdays. Mm -hmm. That's what I've secretly decided in my head. It's
1: kind of the same thing. I mean, I'm not really going into depth. Okay, uh, you know, I'm just letting you know.
0: Yeah, just more working out the show live. We're well.
1: We're got getting it. we're getting to the <laughs> end of the week. This is the latest of the injury. This is the yeah. latest of the injury minute, and so make decisions accordingly.
0: Uh, I see that uh, San Francisco might have some problems come Monday.
1: At kicker and at tight end, mm-hmm. and I've got I've got the kicker in two leagues, and not to mention. Uh, Raheem Mostert and Matt Breida are also limited Oof. with a knee and an ankle injury, re- injury respectively.
0: Luckily, they don't play till Monday.
1: So that's right. a little bit more time for them. It's, 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 it's It's more time for the team, but it's not more time for your fantasy roster. Right. So yeah. if you've got George Kittle. They're playing against Seattle on Monday night. Ed Dixon would be a guy that you could probably pick up off waivers to play in Kittle's place. For Seattle, because Luke Wilson doesn't look like he's gonna go. Mm-hmm. Ed Dixon is coming back from an injury and he knows the offense just as well as Wilson does. He's a good actual replacement for um I'm try I can't remember the, the tight end's name who got hurt or Disley. Will Disley. Mm. Ed Dixon's actually a very good comp for Will Disley and can be used in this offense the same way. Um so if you're waiting for Monday night, to decide on Kittle you're taking a gamble. Mm-hmm. As far as gold is concerned, you can go pick up a cut him kicker. and pick up a kicker. Yeah. As far as Brita and Mostert are concerned, you should be playing Tevin Coleman anyway mm-hmm. in this matchup and you shouldn't have to worry about those two. But Kittle, that's going to be it's going to be a tough, tough to wait all the way till ma- now. He hasn't practiced all week. All week. Generally he doesn't practice on Wednesday, it's not a big deal. We see him out there limited Thursday. Then he's a full participant on Friday, mm-hmm. and then he plays. But he hasn't practiced all week. wasn't present today in the walkthroughs. So that's, that's not good. It's not looking too hot for George Kittle. Um, Hollywood Brown mm-hmm. ankle and a thigh injury is considered questionable for tomorrow. Realistically speaking, he's not going to matter in this game. Um, it's not. It's not going to be a, a, a good matchup for him anyway. So I would probably stay away from Hollywood Brown regardless. Lamar Jackson with his illness was back at practice on Friday. He's considered questionable, but he's going to play. AJ Green suffered a setback this week in practice with his ankle injury. Uh, They say indefinitely, but he's considered week to week.
0: He's never going to play again. You probably don't even have A.J. If you still have
1: A.J. Green on your roster. I just think he wanted to get traded. I don't think he's going to play another down for as a bangle.
0: That's fine. And he
1: came out and said he either wants a long-term deal or to be traded. So you think this is a fake injury? I just don't think he wants to risk it on a team that's clearly losing. That's not going to go anywhere. Why would I go out there and potentially re-injure myself when I'm trying to get traded?
0: All I'm saying is, if you still are holding on to A.J. Green for any reason, cut him.
1: I am. Yeah,
0: and we talked about this either last episode or the one before. He's, Why? He's A.J. Green. He's A.J. Green doing nothing. Oh,
1: but the he moment can't do he returns, he is immediately fantasy relevant.
0: Okay, we talked about this uh, with Kareem Hunt. When we came to the realization that at the, like, what are you, it's going to be playoffs. Well, I wasn't you need expecting, to get into the playoffs. I
1: wasn't expecting A.J. Green to be out for this long. Now, I, haven't, I didn't draft A.J. Green anyway. I picked A.J. Green up off of waivers after all of the rest of the fantasy people cut him. You know why? <laughs> so, you
0: know why they cut him? Because he's never going to play for Cincinnati again.
1: Gosh, that's so, frustrating. Just let, just let <laughs> it go. Ricky Seals-Jones with his knee injury is considered a game-time decision. Uh, Matthew Stafford with a hip and back injury. Yes. This is, is not good news the, for me. This is the verbiage. Trending toward a game time decision. Who
0: else was trending towards? <laughs> so something? it's like, like no, that means not even, that me. means doubtful to me. That yeah, that's basically what that means to me. And he's that's the quarterback that I have in the in my super flex spot in the two quarterback. Yeah. So
1: now I need to figure out what I'm going to do there. Uh, they're playing Chicago, so I wouldn't recommend playing Matthew Stafford anyway in this matchup. But if you have no other choice. You might need to look elsewhere because it looks like he might not go.
0: Well, you're not looking towards Jacoby Brissett because he is going the same. He is trending in the same direction he as Matthew is, Stafford. He
1: is on the list and has now been deemed out. Yep. Uh, as well as T.Y. Hilton, which we already knew. Um, so what is that? Schaub? Matt Schaub.
0: That sounds right.
1: Yeah. So he played fine last week for them. Um Who do they have? The Colts have Miami. So. Oh no no no. Oh no no. Brian Hoyer. Oh Hoyer, Hoyer. Look at his numbers for last week.
0: Yeah, they play Miami this week. Last week he was 168, three touchdowns. Three
1: touchdowns. So he was efficient, and they're playing a terrible. Uh I think that's what you said. You said that meant efficiency. It's efficiency, (laughs) right? Um, So. I, I mean, I'd fire him up against the Dolphins. Yeah. I think he's going to be fine. And,
0: and and honestly, I might do that in the league yeah. in my super flex spot. Yeah. Um, it's not like somebody's going to be trying to pick him up. Right. Matt, uh.
1: Pat Mahomes. Yay. has officially been removed from the injury
0: report. Now I can cut Sam Darnold, who I thought was going to be a great substitute uh, while Pat Mahomes was out. I, I, that did know, not turn out to be the
1: case. I'm sorry, guys. I, I was all in. On on Sam Darnold after that last game against the Patriots and the Jags, and he just well honestly, okay, this is actually what happened. I actually
0: picked up Jacoby Brissett, and then forgot to put him in the spot. Right. And they were already playing, so then my other only option was Sam Darnold, and I took him over Ryan Tannehill. Yeah,
1: but I've been touting the Jets for weeks. Yeah, no, no. But
0: I, I already stopped listening to you sing that song two weeks ago.
1: Uh, Brandon Cooks, as we know, is not going to go. Adam Thielen has been ruled out with his hamstring injury considered week to week. Evan Ingram, with his foot injury, has been ruled out as well as Sterling Mm Shepard. So that leaves Golden Tate. Where are we in Detroit? No, we're in New York. New York. That leaves Golden Tate and Slayton the wide receivers there, and with no tight end and in Evan Ingram,
0: well, don't don't cut Benny Fowler or Cody Latimer out mm, too
1: quick. So Tate and Slate, <laughs> um, and they're playing against the Jets. So this is a game where Daniel Jones, I figure, is probably going to be. They will use the running back quite a bit, mm-hmm. but they're, uh, the Jets are twenty seventh against the pass. So. Daniel Jones is going to be airing it out a little bit in this game. They've been letting him do that a little bit more in the offense. Oh, so I, I actually a big
0: game for Golden Tate. I man.
1: like Tate and Slayton in this game. I like them both, especially with Ingram, like I said, being out. Um, Chris Herndon. Looks like he's going to go. Mm. Him and Le'Veon Bell. Looks like they're both going to play. DeMaris Thomas is questionable with a hamstring. James Conner has been ruled out. Yep. Uh, so Jalen Samuel. Samuels is the guy. Um... Juju, foot is questionable. We talked about George Kittle already. Uh, You're really going to want to pay attention to the weekend injury reports or tomorrow morning's injury reports. Hopefully they don't say he's a game-time decision.
0: Who, Uh, Kittle or? Kittle.
1: Okay. They might give us some insight into where he's trending uh, before we make it to Monday, so you're going to want to be paying attention to that. Josh Gordon with an ankle injury was limited. I just got news, though, that he's going to start. Who? Josh Gordon? Gordon. Good, good. It would be good to see what he is to this um, this Seattle offense. As I said a couple of weeks ago, he could easily take D.K. Metcalf's job as the two. We just have to see how they use him first. Uh, Tyler Lockett with a hit was limited. He'll play. Luke Wilson, ribs was limited. He's probably not going to go. And as I mentioned, Ed Dixon is ready to go.
0: ESPN has Kittle listed as doubtful.
1: Okay, yeah, see, uh-huh. I don't like that at all. Uh-huh. Uh, Delaney Walker with an ankle is out, and Corey Davis with a hip injury is doubtful, which means A.J. Brown will be the W.R. 1 on that offense this weekend.
0: All right, so we ran through your must plays and must sits for qu- at the quarterback and running back position on Wednesday now we're going to finish up with your wide receiver and tight end must-plays and must-sits uh, before tomorrow. Yep. Uh, what do you, where, where do you start?
1: Start with wide receivers. Okay, okay. Uh, gosh, this was a tough one for me, but I'm going to go with it. Mainly because he's been the volume receiver. He receives the majority of the targets from Mitch Trubisky, and they're playing against the Detroit Lions. I actually really like Allen Robinson. As a top prospect.
0: Plus, he has some making up to do. He's going to be very upset coming off last week's zero <sighs> that he offered.
1: Yeah. I, you know, at, we watched the game last week with Detroit and, and Oakland, and we watched Derek Carr have a good day against Detroit. This is definitely a team you can throw the ball against. I think Allen Robinson stands to have a, a pretty big day. Um, Danny Amendola. Now, the Chicago Bears are ranked fifth against the wide receiver, Mm -hmm. but they're not very good against slot wide receivers. So I have an indifference uh, designation next to Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones, Mm -hmm. but I think Danny Amendola being the slot guy is going to come up big tomorrow. I also really like TJ. Oh, Oh, no, we'll do that when we get to tight ends. Sorry. Wide receivers. I need to focus. So, Danny Amendola, I think, could have a high-volume day, especially in full-point PPR. He's a guy I would definitely fire up. Um, Got a lot of pages here. Zach Pascal. Um, We talked about uh, T.Y. Hilton being out. And we talked about when he's out, Zach Pascal becomes the clear number one. As we stated earlier, regardless of whether or not, well, we know Jacoby Brissett's not starting now. We know it's Hoyer. But they're playing against the Miami Dolphins, who ranked 22nd against the pass. I think Zach Pascal will be the offense. Him and Marlon Mack are going to be the offense for the Indianapolis Colts tomorrow. Chester Rogers, I'm a little indifferent about. He could take a step forward. I just don't see him being the one to get into the end zone. So I don't have a a. a, a Positive or negative designation for him. Uh, Devontae Adams playing against the Carolina Panthers. Um, Carolina Panthers' defense is not that great. They have a pretty good pass rush. They're pretty good against the tight end. But they kind of give it up in the air to the, uh, to the wide receiver. Again, Green Bay was embarrassed after coming off that loss to the L.A. Chargers last week. And I think Aaron Rodgers is, uh, is going to want some get back for that. So I like Devontae Adams in this game. Uh, Cooper Cup and Robert Woods, mm-hmm. one and two, one and two with uh, with um, Cooks, with Cooks being out with the concussion, playing against the Pittsburgh Steelers, who have a pretty good run D, but they're twenty third against the pass. Um, that's how the Rams have been winning games. It's been a lot of Cooper Cup and some Robert Woods sprinkled in here and there, but I think both of these guys are 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 going to have a good outing tomorrow. T.Y. Uh, – excuse me, not T.Y. Hilton, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill against the Tennessee Titans. This is mainly a factor of how they use um, Tyreek Hill and that he's faster than everybody else on the field. It's, it's free. He's ridiculously fast. Tennessee is ninth against the pass. I don't think it matters. Um, he's one of those dudes that just – he goes out there and he gets it done. And Pat Mahomes is back at quarterback. He puts it up there for Hill. Hill goes and gets it. Always scores the long touchdown in the game. I don't see that trend dying off today. Or tomorrow, rather. Um, Michael Thomas is just a, a confidence play. He, He's Michael Thomas, mm-hmm. right? The next best thing in New Orleans is Ted Ginn Jr. Mm-hmm. Ta- that's why Thomas gets the ball so much. Um, so you're playing so, Michael. So you're saying that as in there's
0: not really a second in New Orleans? There isn't. Okay.
1: There okay. isn't. Uh, Ted. Ginn, I don't know how
0: Ted Ginn Jr. feels about those statements. Uh, well, he can but, feel how
1: he wants to. He gets a long bomb every few games every year. <laughs> he's never really fantasy relevant unless you happen to start him on that one week where he catches that long bomb touchdown. And so I, I just And
0: this year it happened in week one, apparently. There you go. I see it's been very mediocre the last three weeks. I see he had eleven. In against Tampa Bay, but that was that crazy game where everybody scored okay. against everybody. And that's on two receptions. hmm
1: Two receptions for thirty-five. I'm looking at and it right a, now.
0: Yeah, no, I'm just making sure. Yeah, basically yeah, two that's receptions off two receptions for and, a yards and a
1: touchdown. Yeah, so he's not. You yeah, know. otherwise he's definitely sub ten. One of the reasons why they made the move last year to go get Des Bryant, right? And mm-hmm. then he hurt his foot. Which has been hurt at forever practice, at the first practice. <laughs> you know what I mean? At the so, first
0: practice he ever had, right. I completely forgot that that even happened. Yeah.
1: They know <laughs> they need another wide receiver. It just never seems to pan out. You know who's out there? Yeah, that's that's a headache.
0: Go get Antonio
1: Bryant. That's Brent. A headache. Des Bryant's talking about making a comeback, and so he said he wants to be a New Orleans Saint. They'll probably just go dip their toe back in that because they never really got to see what they had. Yeah, and they liked something in him to go pick him up. So, you know, it'd be dope if they could pull A.J. Green in the offseason. Uh,
0: well, apparently his foot will explode
1: at the first practice that he goes to. Somehow I feel like when he gets traded, he'll be perfectly fine. Oh, so like Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, I don't okay. think he'll any be week to week any longer. Other side of the ball, the Atlanta Falcons, Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones. Um, Julio, I actually have that exact question for you. I have Julio
0: on my bench. Mm-hmm staring at me, telling me that he's going to score me 17 points, which is going to outscore every other wide – well, two of the three other wide receivers I actually have set to play. And I'm looking at him like, Julio, I want it to be so. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Will it be so?
1: Uh, Matt Ryan's coming off the bye. He's back. Yes, but horrible. Um, But, no, he's not horrible. I know. They just don't win. That's the thing. The team seems bad. But Julio is Julio. Julio gets a bunch of yards.
0: Yeah, but he hasn't even been... Look been, at his numbers. He hasn't even been Julio-ing. I want to say Julio's had three bad games this season. Mm, I would,
1: that's a guess. Just off a of guess, I disagree with that. Okay, you were right. Two. I'd See? Say. That's the thing. And he, he was scoring earlier in the season. Now, these last, like, five games, he's gone back to just being the Julio that's going to get you 125 yards and not score a touchdown. Bunch of receptions, so in half-point PPR, full-point PPR. You know what I think The volume is, I is bet there. I I have Julio in a, a standard score. That, that's probably mm. why it feels so terrible because mm. those are only 10-point games yeah. when he gets a you know yeah. I main 100 yards. That's
0: exactly what it that's
1: is. That's what sucks. Um, and so I think it's going to be another one of those days. They're going to have to throw the ball to keep pace with New Orleans. They've got Alvin Kamara back. Atlanta's defense is terrible. So I see Drew Brees going out there early and lighting them up. Devonte Freeman is going to get completely game-scripted out of this one. So they are going to have to throw the ball. So they're going to do what they do. Right? Now, I do want to talk about Russell Gage. Russell Gage is a guy that's taken over as the wide receiver three since they traded Mohamed Sanu. Okay. Um, he's pretty good. He had a nine-point game uh, last week or the, before the bye if I'm not mistaken. But how many receptions was that on? Seven. Seven 58. receptions for 58 yards, right? Mm-hmm. That's a lot of volume.
0: Yeah, and, and they traded him in week eight? They traded Sanu in week eight?
1: Right before the trade deadline. So I'd have to know the date of that game. Uh, but I don't, you know. Well, let's just go with yes. So uh, I need to see more. Because before that, he wasn't being used yeah, at, all. at he, all. He was completely irrelevant. Like one one target a, a game. So we have to see. I think we're going to get a better opportunity against a wide-open New Orleans secondary to see how they actually use Russell Gage. Because going forward, he might end up on my waiver pickups for uh, for next week. Uh, but for sure, Jones and Ridley this week, I think it's going to be a good matchup for them. I'm staying in the fire Anderson and Crowder. I was
0: about to say, you better not look at me and say Robbie Anderson.
1: Robbie Anderson and Jamison Crowder, man. I, we just I'm had this discussion. You've staying. got
0: to let it I'm go. Staying
1: it's in. It's not fire. going to be a thing. Matter of fact, all the wide receivers in this game Golden Tate, Slayton, Anderson, Crowder. I have a feeling.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I understand those. Sometimes you just feel it.
1: That the offensive coordinator and the quarterback coach. Looked at uh, Sam Darnold this week and said, look, man. Either you go out there and you get a win. We're not making the playoffs. <laughs> or you better go out there and play football.
0: Play free, fast, friendly, free, fun football. Oh, and so now he's going to be amazing go because out the there. pressure of making playoffs is gone? Listen,
1: after he had that game against the Patriots where the, at the Monday night football the cameras caught him saying, I'm seeing ghosts, he's, he's out there shook and he's playing very, very safe ball. Just go out there and have fun, Sam. I think he's going to go out there and have fun. That's tomorrow. what my
0: kid does on Saturdays. He goes out there and he has fun. Hey. Sam Darnold needs to be winning games. I think he's going to And go if out. you can't take the heat, get your ass out the kitchen. Does he? Because I don't care if he wins. Well, well no. I just want but, him to throw for 400 yards and three touchdowns. And he's not even doing that. I don't that. care. He's not even meeting your minimum 225 and 2. I'm, I'm going. He's not even meeting your efficiency standards at 168 and 3. 250 and 2. Um, but why do I have 225 in my? Head? I have no idea. Hmm. I probably will still hold on to that number
1: 225. Okay, <laughs> 250 and two. 250, 250 and two. Um, I'm I'm in the flames. This is the last time I'm going out okay. on a limb for you. Yeah, this is it. This, this is, is it.
0: This is the last hit.
1: This is it. Last
0: hit, and then you're gonna
1: let it go. You're and gonna move on. And then on. I'm gonna let it go.
0: You're to you're gonna move on. I've
1: got Robbie Anderson in okay. all my lineups. I've picked up Jamison Crowder in three leagues. I'm staying with it. Uh, Arizona and Tampa Bay game. It's another game where I feel like you could start all the wide receivers in it. Another two bad defenses. that give it up to the pass. Um, so here's my question. Fitzgerald, issue. Christian Kirk, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. That, that is my question. Roll. Same
0: as with Julio. Old man Fitzgerald. Even though this is a great matchup, uh, Arizona tends to be leaning towards Christian Kirk more. He leads targets. For Arizona over Larry Fitzgerald, am I going to play Old Man Fitz? I would. Okay.
1: Six catches, 85 yards and a touchdown. Okay. That's the stat line I'm rocking with. Okay. Which in a half-point PPR gets you 11, 17 fantasy points. I think I might have them in standard. Well, I think I might have them in half-point. Um. Last but not least, I have Randall Cobb and Emmanuel Sanders for San Francisco. Both guys I think you can roll up there this week. That's a lot of receivers I think you can play.
0: Yeah, who, and who am I not playing?
1: Tyler Boyd and Auden Tate <laughs> against the Baltimore Ravens. Yes, the Baltimore Ravens are 21st against the pass, but I just have no faith in this rookie quarterback that's coming in. I haven't seen what he's got. I don't know what he can or can't do, and Baltimore is going to force him. To toss the ball up. They're going to stay in his face the way they stayed in Tom Brady's face mm-hmm. last week. Mm-hmm. And this rookie is really going to have to show what he's got. And I think he's going to fold.
0: Okay.
1: Um, so stay away from those guys. The Miami wide receivers and Devontae Parker Parker and Jakeem Grant. I just, the Colts defense is too tough. And I think I think this is going to be one of those Ryan Fitzpatrick four interception days.
0: Yeah. Also, no one's playing anybody from Miami.
1: We talked about Devontae Parker last week, that after this week, after he gets past Indianapolis, like I said, mark my words, he will win somebody a fantasy championship. Oh, that's right. I love Devontae Parker. Did we do a bet off that? We didn't, but we can. Mm, I I love Devontae Parker going forward after this week. Absolutely Mm. love him. The way you love the Jets. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Juju Smith-Schuster. Um. I'm just not confident anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I have zero confidence in his talent. Well, I, I don't like him against the tenth-ranked Rams' uh, pass defense.
0: I think we've made clear we don't. We haven't liked him in weeks.
1: Yeah, I, I'm not messing. I'm not messing with Juju, Adam Humphrey. Uh, excuse me, uh, AJ Brown and, and Adam Humphreys for Tennessee. Uh, Kansas City is for, ranked fourth against the pass. Uh, Tennessee's. I think this is going to be the slowdown game that everybody's been expecting out of Ryan Tannehill. Mm. They don't have Corey Davis in this one, so you expect an uptick in targets for these dudes. But this is a game that I think is going to be really run heavy on both sides of the ball. Tennessee pulled somebody off their practice squad. I don't know if that matters. No, but I'm just saying that...
0: Yeah, no, it doesn't matter.
1: It's going to be a big Derrick Henry game. And Tannehill's going to become a game manager, which means low volume for these dudes. Uh, Sammy Watkins and Miko Hardman, same thing. Tennessee's pretty stingy against the pass. They really give it up on the ground, which is why we spoke last episode. I really like Damian Williams in this game. Um, Tyreek Hill only because, as I said, the way that he's used. But Watkins and Hardman I think are going to have a tough day. Um, and last, Stefan Diggs. Uh, he's just better when Adam Thielen is out there. You would think that. He would get an uptick in targets and perform better when Phil, but he needs that additional distraction from the corners mm. to really thrive in this offense. Um, and he's not getting that when Dylan's not out there. So he struggles. He struggled last week. And I see another week against Dallas this week where he's not going to do much.
0: Now, I know we talked about this earlier, how uh, Cleveland believes that they are going to win out. Yeah. Um, however, they're playing Buffalo this week. Right. And uh, I don't, Believe that we're going to see any improvement or any uh, any any improved play out of OBJ
1: or Jarvis Landry. Um, I have them on the list as in as indifference plays, mm-hmm. just because. It, if I had to pick one that I like more than the other, it would be Jarvis Landry. Okay, bless him, and that's every week. I, I just don't. I don't believe in Baker Mayfield. Therefore, I cannot believe in Odell Beckham. Jarvis Landry is the volume receiver. Jarvis Landry is the guy that's going to cut across the middle and get all those short passes. Odell Beckham, we have seen more targets at a shorter distance for him in the last two games, but he's still not scoring touchdowns. And he's generally most effective when he can get into the end zone. I do not trust Baker Mayfield to make that happen. Buffalo is second against... The wide receiver and they have the fourth best pass rush in the league. Attack Baker Mayfield is going to be the strategy. I genuinely believe that this offense is now going to be run through Chubb and um and Kareem Hunt. That's what this offense is about to become. And so the wide receivers are just going to be role players at this point. All and right. if there's a broken play, which can happen. Yeah. Then somebody might get in the end zone. Great. But other than that, I just don't see it.
0: All right, so let's move into our tight ends. Who are your must-plays, absolutely must-play?
1: We talked about tight ends last week, and really it's just a matter of numbers and Uh consistencies. These are usually pretty straightforward for me, TJ Hawkinson. Uh, Chicago's 29th against the tight end. They generally focus more on the wide receiver. Haven't been able to stop the run much either. Um, So I like Hawkinson this week I like Dawson Knox against Cleveland I like Gesicki against Uh Indianapolis If Miami has any opportunity At any offense this week It will be through the tight end Uh, So Gesicki should have quite a few catches In this game Greg Olson I really like this week Against Green Bay You can beat them on the ground And you can beat them with the tight end So Greg Olson should have a lot of volume Moore and Samuel are likely to be shut down In this one uh, Gerald Everett For the Rams Same deal Pittsburgh gives it up in the air All the way around To the wide receiver and to the tight end So expect the Rams to just be going out there And airing it out uh, I see a touchdown It's going to be one of those like three receptions For 80-something yards and a TD mm-hmm. So I'm expecting Everett to get a long play okay. Early in the game That's going to get him to the end zone to carry him. Um, Travis Kelsey uh, with the struggling of Miko Hardman and um, Sammy Watkins in this one, Damian Williams, Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey are going to be the offense in this game. So it's going to be high volume for Travis Kelsey. He may not score, but he could easily end up with seven, eight receptions in this game. Um, Howard or Brait? Howard. Because, are you sure?
0: Yeah, because with Brait even with Howard out, he wasn't seeing an increase in productivity. But Howard,
1: Howard wasn't good when he was in.
0: Are you? Well, you said Howard or and I just told you who. I didn't know I had a choice of neither.
1: I, I, the reason why it's, it's frustrating is because this is the week they're playing Arizona. And you and play your tight end. guarantee Arizona, the tight end that you start is going to be the tight end that doesn't score. I'm just telling you why. why what my choice is. So you say Howard, I say Bray. All right. <laughs> I just, mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll put, we'll put a dollar on it. Okay, okay. Dollar on that. Um, Charles Clay. Charles Clay is another one of those. I feel similar to him as I feel about um, uh, Gerald Everett. Mm-hmm. I believe Arizona will go to him early, and he'll have one of those days where he just gets that long run up the sideline for a touchdown early in the game to make his day fantasy relevant.
0: Let's see, what I was seeing was saying, even though I know that they're playing a good a defense that's, what, 32nd? 31st against the yeah, tight end. Yeah,
1: respectively, 31st and 32nd against the tight ends.
0: Arizona doesn't use their tight ends in their play designs that often, so you still might not see any that's production. fair.
1: Right. That is fair.
0: See, this is what you get when you actually make me show prep.
1: No, that's fine. I don't <laughs> mind it. I, I, they do use charge, clay, in choice matchups. Okay. Right? And so when the matchup is bad and the numbers permit, he's an additional option out there for, um, for Kyler Murray. And so I think clay... Can have a decent day tomorrow. As long as he gets in the end zone? got to score. Got to score. Got to okay. score. Um, last. Uh, it's a hard one for me, but I looked at the numbers and they pan out. If Dallas is going to give up any offense to Minnesota, aside from Dalvin Cook, it'll be Kyle Rudolph.
0: <laughs> I know how much it pains you to say it's that. It's so
1: difficult for me to tell anybody, you know what? You're having tight end woes. Pick Go up pick Kyle, Kyle Rudolph. Rudolph
0: and play him. Let me see what Kyle Rudolph may have done for you. He's had
1: play. more targets in the past few weeks. He's actually been getting some catches, and I think that's a direct result of Adam Thielen not being there in the offense. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's just not consistent.
0: Uh, okay, so who are you absolutely staying away
1: from? Um, Trey Burton. That's a, It's a complete trap. Don't don't look at the numbers, don't look at the projections, don't look at what anybody's telling you about Trey Burton this week. He's not going to have a good day. Okay, hold on. Sorry. To go back to Kyle Rudolph. I I
0: am with you on the assessment that well, I don't know because he goes between 3 and 5 targets in the last 4 weeks, but he's very touchdown dependent. Mm-hmm. So if he's if he scores a touchdown, which he only did in week seven, and then last week with Adam, Adam Thielen mm-hmm. being out, then he might be okay. But otherwise, you're going to be mad if you have Kyle Rudolph yeah. playing. So I think that I'm with you this week that with Adam Thielen out, there is a better odds that he's going to get more. He's going to see more uh, targets and a better opportunity for him to score. Yep. So,
1: yeah, if, you're, if you need one, I'm with you this week. Yeah. Go pick up Kyle Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Trey Burton, just just don't fall into the trap. Don't do it. Don't start him. He, he's not going to be relevant at all. He hasn't been relevant all season for Chicago. That's not going to change this week. Jimmy Graham. Um, I have such high hopes for Jimmy. Graham. They're not going to need him, and he lets me down. Yeah. They're not going to need him. More they're they're going to need not. him. They're going to need him more as a uh, more as a, a pass blocker. This week, which means they're probably going to use a second-string quarterback to do that. I would be surprised if Jimmy Graham plays fifty percent of the snaps this week. And last, Austin Hooper. Uh, this is going to be a big wide receiver game for the Atlanta I Falcons. That I don't was think good for a little he while. was. This see, he was the number one tight end for a long time this like year. Three weeks. Uh, I I don't. I just don't see this as being a favorable matchup for him against New Orleans in New Orleans. So I would stay away from him this week. And that's all I got. Austin Hooper, since week five,
0: 13 point, this is in half point PPR, 13.6, 25.7, 14.6, 18.5. And then they had the bye. And then they have the bye, and now they're back against New Orleans.
1: It's going to die.
0: In week three, he put up 24.6. I'm honestly going to say there's only one week that he was mediocre, and that was in week
1: two. Week two. He's been solid. I just, I don't see it in this matchup. How dare he be a good t- tight end this He's year? Tight Two years won. ago
0: he did nothing yeah. for me.
1: Yeah. So that's all I got.
0: Alright, so uh that's our uh, Well, we're wrapping up. I'm sorry. I I'm, I'm hungry. That's
1: what it is. I'm We do think that yeah. I have It's done. late.
0: Uh, so that is your wide receiver and tight end uh, analysis. We did if you need to know about your running backs and your hoarding backs. Oh, quarterbacks you can go back to episode 21 uh and uh may the odds be forever in in your your favor. favor
1: good luck